0: Welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guests, but first, let's hear from our podcast sponsors. Welcome back to the Educational AD Podcast brought to you by Violet Defense. Violet Defense is dedicated to protecting our world from germs by harnessing the power of UV disinfection for everyday spaces. Their patented technology enables them to harness the power of the sun, to incorporate ultraviolet light into products and environments like never before. Whether you're ready to implement existing products or if you'd like to explore researching and developing a custom deployment of their technology for your school, Violet Defense has the solutions and the experience you need. Thanks again to Violet Defense and go to violetdefense.com for more information about their great products. We also wanna thank Sideline Interactive for their support. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year, while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com and find out exactly what these fantastic products can do for you. We also want to thank our good friends at Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can learn more about what Hometown Ticketing can do for you by going to hometownticketing.com. Hometown Ticketing, Simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to thank Huddle. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to elevate the performance of their teams using video and analytics. Huddle's the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. Of course, there's analytics and a whole lot more. Huddle is also built for every level of play, from club and youth programs all the way through high school and college teams, and even professional organizations are using Huddle to help their athletes and their teams play better. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student-athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the schools you're trying to get your kids recruited to. If you want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they are on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles, along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history, along with your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com or to learn more and get started with your own digital wall of fame tribute. Call them at 614-981-3589 or email them at sales. At com. that's sales at VitalSignsWallOfFame.com. And we also want to thank Athletic Surveys by LifeTrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic Surveys by LifeTrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also gives you access to the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program, and it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials, and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466, or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to check the pulse of your parents or your student-athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Hey, welcome back everyone to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We are going international today. We're making our first trip down south to Brazil. And we're going to visit with uh, a good friend, uh, Claudia Araya. She's a certified athletic administrator and she's the athletic and activities director at the Escola Americana do Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. Okay Claudia, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, hello, Jake. It's so exciting to be here. I really thank you for offering this opportunity to me. It's great to to be here.
0: Oh, definitely my pleasure. Um, You know, for our listeners, uh, Claudia and I connected this year at the uh, National Conference in Denver through uh, a mutual friend, uh, you know, Catherine uh, tanko Ong from the Philippines, and uh, just really enjoyed getting to know Claudia and and finding out a little bit about her school and and just thought she would be a great guest. So, uh, We're gonna go and get started. Um, Claudia, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you were born, where you grew up, and and kind of how your path has led you to your current position um, uh, down in Rio.
1: Great. So just like you said, my name is Claudia, but everybody calls me Clau, okay? Um, So at school, I'm Miss Clau, and everybody, all my friends call me Clau. I was born in Chile. I lived about not less than 2 years in Chile and then my, my dad is a mining engineer so we moved to Honduras because of a uh, because he got a job over there. I lived there uh, 7 years. Then we went back to Chile and we lived in a city in the north of Santiago, the capital and I and I lived there for about eight years. And then while I was in Chile, I was able to go to the US and be a foreign exchange student. And the, my passion for this type of life of being an expat, it was always there. I, I, I learned English since I was like two years old. And then and then I attended all these international schools and I lived in the US a little bit so I could learn how it is to uh, how the athletics like programs worked in the US and that and I loved sports so I, I really decided to be a PE teacher. And when I went to college I went to Santiago to the capital I moved there and I lived there for many years that's where I went to college then I really wanted to work in an international school. So every time I saw on the news that, or there was an opening at, at Nilo de Aguilas, which is the international school in Santiago, I would apply. Of course, I, in, I hadn't graduated yet, uh, yet from college, so they wouldn't hire me. But as soon as I, I, I had graduated and I was ready, uh, I got in and I worked there for 24 years. Both of my kids studied there. I have two kids, one kid, Maria Ignacia or Nacha she's uh she played volleyball in school and my son Mm -hmm. he studies in the U.S. and he's a swimmer oh wow so yeah our lives have always been connected to sports and that's why I was a teacher and little by little because of me loving sports I became a coach I started a program of cheerleading and dance in, in at our school then we created like a really big um league uh interscholastic league of tournaments um in chile we had the biggest interscholastic league until before the pandemic and and then well with the pandemic and everything it, it stopped and in the midst of all this happening uh both my kids graduated and so i decided to become an expat again and try my chances out there and I was very lucky to be hired by the Escuela Americana, the American School of Rio. And here I am. It's been three, almost three years here challenging because of the pandemic, but I've been fully supported and yeah, we tried everything, virtual trainings and everything. And now we're back, we're back with sports and with uh, tournaments coming up. So it's very exciting. Yeah.
0: Oh, and again, I always love to hear the stories. Um, talk a little bit about, and it's it's a, a a similar path to I think to a lot of athletic directors. You know, they start out as, as a PE teacher and then coaching. Talk a little bit about that transition from coach to athletic director. You know, what were some of the uh, interesting things, challenges, or uh, rewarding experiences that you have uh, you know, about that transition?
1: Well, I. Like I said, I always loved sports. So I as soon as I, I was hired at at Nido in Chile, I, I started coaching. I started a cheerleading team. Um, then I was I always loved volleyball too. And I I started coaching the middle school boys' volleyball team and then the middle school girls and so and so. And and I loved all the activities after school. So we had games, games were would take place at school right after the practices we had all other schools come and even if my team wasn't playing I would stay because I had that connection with the students and I, and if the volleyball boys were there I would go and, and I don't know I remember I buying donuts super healthy but donuts for the team and and I would go support them and you know give them donuts at the end of of the game or stuff like that and and there was an offer for me to move to Dubai to work at an international school there. And when I went to my headmaster, the, the head of school, I was like, so I, I have been offered this, so I'm looking into this. and And he's like, well, I don't want you to go. And I was like, yes, but it's an opportunity. If I always look forward to doing this, and it's a great opportunity for my kids and this and that. And he's like, yeah, well, I think it's awesome. and I think like I, I am going to write a recommendation letter for you, and I, but I don't want you to go. And And he actually wrote a, a recommendation letter, and the principals, my principal as well, like they were happy for me, but of course they didn't want to want me to leave. And suddenly, Uh, My the head of school calls me for a meeting and he says, well, you know what, you know that I don't want you to go. So I am opening a new position, which is the assistant AD. Would you be interested? And I was like, okay, you're like changing my plans now. And he says, well, but look, you would do exactly what you do already and you would get paid. And I was like, okay, let me try. And then after a lot of thinking here and there, moving to a country I was single mom as a single mom I was like okay let's try it and that's how I got into athletics and and as soon as that happened there was a I remember Sherry Stice was offering some some classes from the NIAAA in Sao Paulo Brazil and yeah I immediately signed up, flew to San Paulo in 2014, met her. we were, there were a lot of the flight directors there and I, that's how I met her. that's how I, I got the I took the 502 504 506 501 two and and yeah, and then I can I was the assistant AD. And as soon as I could, as soon as they said, okay, you're gonna become the interim athletic director now in 2015, I said, Okay, I need I need a certification. So I flew to Boston to Cape Cod to the Summer Institute for section one. Right. It's an amazing venue, amazing conference. And that's where I took my CAA, became a certified athletic administrator, and then from there just after one year of being the interim athletic director, I became the athletic director at NIDO. And, and then three years later in 2019, I took a job in Rio and that's why I'm here.
0: Very, very cool. And, and again, that's gotta be rewarding that your bosses, uh, you know, not only supported you, but ended up creating that position to, uh, yes. to keep you there. Uh, I think a lot of ADs or let's say aspiring ADs have that same pattern that they're doing all those activities because they love it, but their school's not able to, at the present time, compensate them. So, you know, great, uh, great, great story. For our listeners, we're visiting with Clau Araya. She's a certified athletic administrator and right now she's down in uh, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. We're going to be back with some more, but we're going to take a quick break and hear from one of our sponsors. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Huddle for their support of the Educational AD podcast. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 180,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to help their teams play better. Huddle is the complete performance platform. They have online tools, mobile and desktop apps, smart cameras like the Huddle Focus. Of course, there's analytics and a whole lot more. Huddle is also built for every level of play from club and youth programs, up through high school and college teams, and even the pros are using Huddle to help their athletes play better. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student-athletes, a lot of their parents, and the coaches of the college teams that you're trying to get to recruit your kids. You want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program or how your school can become a Huddle school go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Welcome back to our visit with Clau Araya. She's a certified athletic administrator, and she's from uh, Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. Clau, we always like to ask our uh, guests about the mentors that they've had in their life. Uh, none of us get to where we're at by ourselves. So Who's helped you along the way, uh, the expression I always use is, I still hear those voices in my head. So uh, do you have any voices that you still hear?
1: Definitely. I think, um, I think my parents have been, my mom is a teacher and she worked for as long as she could, uh, but I definitely she was one of my mentors. My dad and his support with my mom to to be a PE teacher and to continue in education, um, I think it was big. Um, and then again, throughout the years, as soon as I started working in in at school, it, this this head of school, Don Bergman, um, he really he really showed me this other side of education that was very you know, inspiring. Um, they're also the person that talked to him, <laughs> uh, Bob Connor, uh, an AD. He's been an AD around the world. He's right now in Thailand. Uh, yeah, he, he helped me. He coached me. He Before I took into, into the assistant AD position, he, he was there like for six months, like every day, like teaching me, you know, this and that, the little things and the big things of being an athletic administrator. And and nowadays I think that it, my head of school right now, it, I love the way that he sees education. I, I love the way that he pushes us to learn more. And, and he will I think that's that's really important. He's always sharing information. He's always like trying to to get us to to read more or to look into this or and he's always like I, I always feel that he's like 10 steps ahead of everyone and and you know you, you're like catching up catching up and 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 learning a lot as as I go it's been it's been even though it's been challenging with the pandemic I think he I've learned very much from him.
0: I always love to hear when uh, someone shares that their current boss, current supervisor, colleague is one of their mentors. Uh, you know, it must make for a great uh, work environment. You mentioned earlier um, your involvement with the NIAAA certification program and Sherry Stice taking the courses. So looking back at some of those courses and even, you know, ones that you may have took in Denver, um, which one, if there is one, really sticks out for you as something that, you um, immediately transferred to your daily routine or something that, uh, you, you really were able to put to use right away. Does anything stick out for you?
1: Well, there are many, many classes that many courses that I've taken that have moved me. Right. But, but a big one was the X and O's of, uh, education-based athletics. And I was, I was so, it was so inspiring. I mean, as soon as I it, it was, I was very lucky to be in a, sitting on a table with amazing ADs. Uh, I, Kat was there. Um, <clears throat> Steve, who used to work in the uh, American School of Shanghai, was there and he was working there at the moment. <clears throat> I just happened to be in a table where we talked about education-based athletics and all, the, and, all the, and And what were our students going to remember in in the next 20 years from when they were involved in sports and and how important it is and that just like start just tickled something it's i started immediately studying on it and and trying to see ways of inspiring my coaches so that they would um you know work on such a because we can teach them a lot of skills like how to drill a ball how to shoot or like but at the end of the day, what what are they taking? What are they going to remember of you in the next 20 years when they look back, you know? Um, and that's, I think that's been one of the courses that really, and from then on, I started looking at everything that says, has even education-based athletic on the topic, I'm like, okay, I'm going that way, you know, or mentoring the coaches there, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you um you bring up a great point actually a couple that you know the courses are fantastic and you know they they all have a great impact but within the course you know sitting at those tables with the other athletic directors and the conversations and the you know the relationships that build from that the ideas that are exchanged and even beyond the the lti courses in a workshop or uh at a, at a social event uh you know where you have a chance to meet another ad and just exchange ideas, you know, those are the value experiences that being involved, you know, with your local organization and with the NIAAA uh, bring, Um, you know, very, very cool. Thanks for sharing that.
1: It's amazing. It's amazing going to the, to the conference, the national conference, the networking, how much you learn from others. Like I said, I sat down at that table and I had Steve and I had Kat and I was like, oh my goodness. I I was like, I fell in love with them immediately because you know, they were so inspiring for what they were sharing. And I was like, I want to be like them. <laughs> and 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 yes, it the, you make so many friends. You get together and you learn from different people and what they're doing here and there. And there's so much um, sharing and you learn so much that you can take and just adapt to, to your setting at your own school, right? Yeah,
0: absolutely. You know, that's great public service announcement for uh, the NIAAA. Once again, for our listeners, we're visiting with Clau Araya. She's a certified athletic administrator, and she's the athletic and activities director at an international school in uh, Rio de Janeiro. We're going to take another quick break, but we'll be back with some more. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive for their support of the podcast. You know, it's becoming harder and harder to fund an athletic department these days, but Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards can generate $10,000 or more every year while also creating excitement in the gym and the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or call them at 832-786-0302 to schedule a live web demo and see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com and find out exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. We're back with Klaa Araya, Certified Athletic Administrator. Cloud, one of the things we like to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit. You know, what are some things that you do at your school that, when you you know sit back and take a look at it, um, you can really take some pride in, uh, or maybe even say, "Boy, we really do a great job with this." Uh, do you have any best practices you can share?
1: I I think that well. After two years, or I, I've been able to go back to the athletics, and that's, I think, one of the, there, there's a really little number of schools that started athletics again in Brazil. Um, but one of the important topics that I always address with my coaches is building relationships. Um, and I've, not only with them, but also with my athletic council, with my captains, uh, the teams, with the parents, I always speak about we're all a team and everybody plays a super important role. So even though these time these days we, we still don't have parents in school, eh, I really try the coaches to have a, a close relationship with the parents, a close relationship with the kids, that the kids also advocate for themselves that they so that there's there is no pressure or anything or even if they feel super pressure that they have the the um, that voice that that they will go to their coach if they have any problem i think that it helps a lot it it also reduces the amount of work for the ad because uh, i'm not getting all these emails from the parents the parents relate immediately with uh with the coach if the kid didn't speak out before um, I'm really looking forward to having the parents back in school. I think we're moving in the right direction. Uh, and what we used to do in the past was that, and I hope to do it within the next two weeks, is to, to invite the parents to, to watch the last 10 minutes of practice, maybe when they go and pick up their, their children, because that's what we do here. They're not, we don't have that many school buses that take them around. Or we, we have parents that pick them up and invite them over and just sit down and then have like a mini meeting where 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 the the parents can put a face as a name sorry on the a face on the name that they already know of this person that writes emails to them you know um so yeah that that's one thing that i like i'm trying to i've tried to do it online but i am looking forward to having them over so that we can restart uh, that channel of communication right um the other part that i that i like is i i try to attend all the other activities that have n- nothing to do with athletics like for instance the principal's coffees or a parent forum i'm i'm always there just in case because it's they it's always about us athletics and when are the kids going to have the activities that that was a question all the time and little by little we were back and and i'm very proud to say that one of the high points or the one of the yeah one of the topics that makes the parents happy right now is that we're back that we're training you know so that relate really, again, it it also relates to to relationships because I build a relationship with the parents. The parents can't know who I am. They eh, they even know some of them, many of them actually know my phone number, which is maybe not ideal for many people that are listening right now. But we travel with kids. So they when I travel with them and I, and I don't only travel from here to this town to another now. I, I go all like six hour sometimes flights or on the road. And yeah, and I need to tell them that their kids are fine. So many of them have uh, my cell phone. And, and, and we create a relationship of respect where they are not messaging me at, you know, at late hours or, or weekends. But of course, if it's an, uh, an emergency, yes. Uh, I think that, that relationship is important as well. And what else can I say? I, I try to mentor my coaches as much as possible. And I offer opportunities for professional development. Uh, I really wanna become, I'm, I'm working so that my coaches uh, take the courses from the NFHS. So to become an honor roll school and I think we're on the right direction. We're, we're, gonna, we're doing well. So I, and, and whenever they come and say, is it possible that I take this class or is it possible that I do this or that? I, I try to support them as much as possible. I think it's important.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, you know, making sure those coaches, they're doing a good job in the the nuts and bolts of coaching, but also in those relationship things that you talk about, that they're carrying out the philosophy of of, that you have for your department, as well as the philosophy for the school. You talked about communication and we'll do this at the end of our podcast. But if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, um, you know, what's the, what's your email address? How can they get a hold of you and uh, find out more?
1: Um, my email is c araya c a r a y a at e a r j dot com dot and e a r j stands for Escola Americana Río de Janeiro. Uh, it's pretty simple, but yes, please reach out, uh, send me an email, and I will try to get back at you, uh, back to you as soon as I can. Okay.
0: Again, we are visiting with Clau Alaya, Certified Athletic Administrator and the Athletic and Activities Director at the Escola Americana do Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. We're going to take another quick break, but we'll be back with some more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They provide a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles, along with an extensive library of templates to make it easier than ever to recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. For ideas on how to showcase your school's diverse history, along with your proudest moments, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Or to learn more and get started with your own digital Wall of Fame tribute, give them a call at 614 614- 614 981-3589, or you can email them at sales at Vitalsigns That's sales at Vitalsignswall I promise you, you will be very impressed. Welcome back to our interview with Clau Araya, certified athletic administrator. Clo, one of the questions we've been asking our athletic directors uh, revolves around this idea of, of coaching toughness. A hundred years ago, when I was in high school, uh, it it was common for my coaches to say, you know, come on, Jake, you got to be tough, or come on, Jake, you got to suck it up. Um, And toughness is such an important part of athletics and life. So my question is, how can we coach kids to be tough, while also being sensitive and aware of the very real social emotional challenges that a Generation Z kid is experiencing these days. Um, do you have any advice for us?
1: Um, I remember that during the pandemic, when we were about to begin sports again, and that was actually to start the program. It was in August. I had a meeting with a, I, I had these team coaches over, and those days it was an assumed call. And, and they were waiting to hear about, uh, you know, the nuts and bolts of the typical stuff. And I was like, how are you? And, and it was, and, and we're, and we talked a lot about how our kids were going to be like now that we're going to have them back in school, now that they were going to be playing sports. Um, we couldn't offer the, our kids uh, the opportunity to play at that moment because we didn't know if we, could, we had, we were going to be able to have another team in front of us, either at school or somewhere else. So then, and and we talked about mental health of our athletes and how it is important to be, how important it is to be an, uh the adult, the go-to person for those kids that don't um, have that, you know, that that relationship with. And then we go back to relationships is. It it is so important. I I was very lucky to go to the section section one and I took this class with Steve Young that is uh, mental health and our student athletes. And it's it's incredible how important it is. It's incredible how they are reacting after the pandemic. We they lost so many opportunities to relate to others because they were stuck at home. It, and it was so important to offer the space where they can open up to to us, and because you know, coaches touch the lives of these kids, and and sometimes they're like the the person they feel the closest to. And I we did that with the coaches. I I presented to them. We talked. We first talked about them. How are they doing? And I happened to have a coach that was that was able to coach for three weeks, and then he said, "I can't do it." um so i think um, i think that taking care of our coaches and giving them opportunities of of learning more how to be there for the kids um, is one of the things that i did at the beginning of the school year the school sorry the 2020 2021 was that it no 2021 2022 school year yes it's it's really important and and fortunately it wasn't we didn't know we were going to compete so we were there to have fun you know and we were a little bit wishy-washy because we didn't have events we didn't have competitions until november but the kids stood up to the occasion they were super responsible coming to practices but i i had told my coaches to keep an eye and uh, if they saw any anything that called their attention that they had to speak out and 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 help out and we have a very good uh, group of counselors and teachers at school to to help in case there was there was some some kid that was showing a uh, you know some some anxiety or not feeling at their best
0: yeah I, again you bring up a great point of you know those relationships have got to be there you know between ad and coach and obviously between coach and student athlete um and Everybody has to be, you know, feeling good about themselves, having that confidence uh, for that, any kind of toughness to be there. You know, great, great point. Uh, Cloud, this has been really cool, uh, you know, seeing you again, again, for our listeners. We connected at the recent NIAA National Conference in Denver. uh, And so it's been kind of cool to uh, see you again and uh, hear about your school. But we're not done yet. Uh, We always like to wrap up with what we call the Athletic Director's Toolbox. You mm-hmm. certainly uh, have had a, uh, a lot of different experiences as an athlete, as a coach, as an AD, but in just a minute, I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job, but I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. We're going to take a quick break and hear from Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack, uh, the sponsors of our AD toolbox segment, and then we're going to find out what Clau Araya is going to put in her athletic director toolbox. Please stay with us. We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director's Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also puts you in touch with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program. And it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466. Or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started you've never used a survey to check the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic department from good to great. Well, it's that time of the podcast where we uh, ask our guest, uh, and today it's Kalal Araya, Certified Athletic Administrator, uh, to tell us what they would put into a brand new athletic director's toolbox. So Kalau, uh, uh, what do you have for us?
1: Um, first of all, I, I think it's important that you are visible to everyone, uh, that you're visible to the kids. Uh, I know that we have a lot of work and we have to sit in front of the computer or stand in front of the computer <laughs> uh, during the day, but you need to be out there during practice. You, the kids need to see you and learn the names of the kids. Because they, you know, they see you up there and they want to tell you how they're doing. And it's one. One of my challenges after after the pandemic is to learn the names of every single one of my kids. Uh, because they 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 want to build a. I, I talked about relationships. It's important that 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 they know who that they know that you know who they are, right? Um, Another thing would be offer opportunities of professional development for your coaches or coach your coaches, even if you don't have the budget, offer those coaches retreats. You don't have to be the master, but you know, offer those moments of, of sharing because there's always someone there that has something to share with the others. And the, it's incredible how we learn from others. Um, and the last one is talk to, your, to talk to the parents and listen. To what they have to say. Sometimes parents just want to be heard, and and they care about their child. And sometimes they're they are mad, but you just go there and answer with a smile, and you're gonna revert immediately that situation. I the power of the smile is huge.
0: Yeah, um, great, great tools. And I always tell people on listening. Uh, I think that would be my number one tool, but it's that one of those tools that I just failed to learn how to use uh, until far too late in my career. So uh, again, appreciate you sharing that. Once again, if our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain, and I really encourage you to do so, what's the best way, easiest way that they can get in touch with you?
1: They can get in touch with me through, through email c-a-r-a-y-a at erj.com.br or you can follow our erj.athletics instagram account it's erj.athletics um i i'm the one who runs that um instagram account so shoot me a message Uh, we can also start a relationship right there (laughs) all right
0: yeah very good excellent Um, Thanks again for being on the podcast today and all the best moving forward as you, you know, continue to, to ramp up again with this sports program.
1: Jake, thank you so much for inviting me. It's great to see you. It's great to share uh, some what we're doing here in an international school down south. Uh, we're doing exactly the same as you. We're just restarting. Uh, and yeah, please reach out. And if you come to Rio, the most beautiful city in the whole world,
0: let me know. Oh, a- absolutely. I'll, I'll sign you up as my uh, official tour guide there. Okay.
1: okay. No problem. <laughs>
0: for our listeners, remember the Zoom recordings of all of our interviews are uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back again next time for another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. And we also want to thank our good friends at Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. You can learn more at hometownticketing.com. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing.